I should twerk. On the wall. <laughs> I can't twerk on the wall. <laughs> Remember you could. <laughs> Welcome back to Flamingly Unfiltered. My name is Zachary. And I'm Thomas. This is our podcast where we explore the intersection of the internet and gay culture. Tackle Reddit's wild stories. And, and whatever, whatever else, else the fuck, fuck we, we want. Because not only are we flaming, we're unfiltered. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! And Happy New Year! Just kidding. Have well, actually. a merry little Christmas. This Christmas. We Where are my backup you. singers? This Christmas. Where are my backup singers? Woo! Let your heart be gay. I think that's how it goes. Make Christmas gay. What are you wishing for this Christmas year, Zachary? Um, peace on earth and all, um... Goodwill towards men. All goodwill towards homosexuals such as ourselves. Yep. I have several things I've sent you on the TikTok and Instagram for my Christmas wish list. I already got you your Christmas presents and we open open them, remember? But there's none of those were on my list. Oh. So we decorated. Yep, we decorated. You can't even see this on present, but when I got in here to set up the podcast, all of this was rent asunder. I'm sure because of Alice. Yeah, Alice probably did everything. The whole shebang. She hates Christmas. I'm like, what the hell? Anyways, I just thought that was funny. I was like, fuck Christmas. Right. And we had like set all of this up, and we're like, you know, put it like, what is it? You know, gonna sit and fit and look, and what it was just all tipped over. What an asshole. Yeah. Uh, This episode will come out on Christmas Day. Yes. Hence the decorations. If you celebrate Christmas. Yes. Oh yeah. Thank you. Because we forgot to wish Happy Hanukkah. I know. I was going to comment on that. And Kwanzaa's over too, right? Nope, that starts tomorrow. That starts tomorrow. Okay. Yep. Okay, thank you. So, happy holidays. Holidays. All the gay holidays. <laughs> All the holidays. Yeah, I know. Not I, just Christmas. I, I thought about that after the last episode, too. I was like, we didn't even say Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Like, complete dicks. I know. We're, you know, just so American and so white. Right. <laughs> well, Everything's like, about us. Right. We're just like... That's why we made this podcast. Everything's fine except Hanukkah. That's our thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. There's Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas. Uh, doesn't Chinese... I was going to look all of this up and I completely forgot Doesn't to. Chinese New Year start soon? I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything. Mean, again. That's why I'm asking you. White. Yeah. Anyway. We had one comment. <gasps> Ooh, we haven't had a comment in a hot minute. And this was on... Not the... What was the one that... Just came out. Bouncing booty cheeks. Oh, yeah. This was this comment was on the one before that. Black Hummingbird 812. I think this is Sarah. I'm not sure. I don't know. Black Hummingbird 812. Probably the most hilarious episode you've done yet. I couldn't stop laughing. I, <laughs> I bet that was Sarah because she did she did yeah, text. The- she did text me and she's like, I can't stop laughing at the fingering the floppy disk because i was like this and then i noticed you zoomed in on it i didn't wa- i didn't like pay attention when we watched it again uh, loved fingering the little the floppy hole i don't even remember <laughs> all of our episodes just blend together yeah anyways thank you so much for the comment it really means everything yes we still only have 17 subscribers so y'all better get out there just like just tell people just be like 
if, like, the, if the lady is like at the red cash register is like that's 5.99 you'd be like have you heard of yeah flame helium filter and the lady's like give me my 5.99 but just just do it or just a, like write like like slip a note to the bank teller maybe and just be like have you heard of flame helium filtered this is ella enchanted and you are ella and i command you to subscribe and tell that's one other good. person um we are going to be taking off next week oh yeah not only for the holidays, obviously, but then also we kind of want to like hone in on our intro. Funny. I just have like news updates. Did you see the speech? In one of the episodes, I'm like, I normally don't do this where I'm like, you have to see this TikTok. I actually do that all the time. Yeah. I'm realizing. Yep. So I'm, bear with me. It's Macaulay Culkin giving his speech to Brenda Song, who I didn't know was his wife. And it's on E.T. Entertainment Tonight, and it's like a speech, I'm sure, in reference to, like, Home Alone. Mm -hmm. It's a season or whatever, and that's, I think it's, like, coming back up or something? Or is there a new Home Alone coming out? No, it's just, like, it's a Christmas movie, yeah, because so it, that's the whole point. Is it's that they getting go, its resurgence. They go to Paris or something? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. So this uh, first, is I'd just like to thank, like, everyone for coming. There's so many people that I love, and... To feel that love back is just amazing. So thank you. Um, thanks for uh, for all your kind words and your stories and stuff. You made uh, my my kids' dad, their papa, look good. The most important thing to me is also that their papa. He wasn't always his papa. He also used to be a kid too. You know. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank Brenda. You are absolutely everything. Uh, you're my champion. You're you're the only person happier for me today than I am. <laughs> you're not only the best woman I've ever known, you're the best person I've ever known. Mm -hmm. uh, you've given me all my purpose. You've given me family. You know, and after the birth of our two boys, you become one of my three favorite people. You're somewhere in there. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> to wrap things up, uh, and in the spirit of the holiday season, I just want to say uh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Oh, that's also why I wanted to... Because he says Merry Christmas to Filthy Animals, which is such an iconic moment yep. in cinematic history. Christmas history, I feel like. Like, Mariah <laughs> Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I wanted to clear some things up. <laughs> oh no. Osama Bin Laden. Jamie Lynn Spears, Jamie Spears, Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> I meant to say that last episode, but I didn't even get it out. It was so funny. It's so ridiculous. And then did you see Tim Waltz's speech? About Republicans being, being weirdos? Weird. Yeah, they're fucking weirdos, man. Here. He said, basically, there's no such thing as a generic Republican. These guys are weird. Once they start running, their yes. weirdness shows up. What did you mean? What yes, weird I'll stand hat? by that. Well, look, just just the strange things they become obsessed with, demonizing our children, uh, becoming obsessed with people's personal lives in their bedrooms, restricting freedoms. I'm surrounded by states who are spending their time figuring out how to ban Charlotte's Web in their schools <laughs> while we're banishing hunger from ours with free breakfast and lunch. That's what the public's looking for. That's what they're trying to get to. And they will weirdly obsess with everything to be mean and cruel and small in their ideas. And I didn't hear anything last night that did anything different to that. So I'll stand by that. I just think Americans know this is just weird stuff to be focused on. And, and, and many of the times, it's just projection. We hear these stories every time. They want to project morality to us. And I say, as your elected leaders, 
you don't need to hear a sermon from us, but you expect us to try and live one. And I think whether it's making sure the middle class has what they need, protecting reproductive rights, truly addressing climate change, governors are doing that across the country. They're popular with that. And I think we understand we'll be able to do that because of Joe Biden's policies, whether it's the Infrastructure Act, CHIPS Act, bringing manufacturing back to America. Those are things people want to hear about, not demonizing some child because of who they are. Um, at the end of the day, Americans are better than that. Amen. Amen. The last bill they passed that they're going to pass for 2023 is putting whole milk back in schools. This is what my tax money is going to. This is what we're paying for. It's fucking whole milk. Like how fucking. Mer and then they, they're they like, cool. This sounds like an amazing plan. And it's like, is your brain the size of a peanut? That's what you're fucking worried about. They're like, let's spend billions of dollars on a one bomb to mm -hmm. bomb a country that we don't even talk to or deal with. And then they're like, but we can't have boys peeing in girls bathrooms or something like that. Like murder the trannies. And it's yeah. like, like this is what you're using your platform and your power for is to fucking dick around with whole milk instead of like he said, like free breakfast and lunch for children or, you know, like trans rights and stuff like that. Like Minnesota has become a trans Mecca Mm -hmm. so it's like that's cool that's great that's the route we should take but instead these weirdo republicans are like get well, it's all like yeah it's just like showboating and yeah yeah like like you said let, let's ban charlotte's web it's like oh my god like that's what you're worried about yeah charlotte's web i can't believe it it's like not everywhere is like that at least minnesota's i mean the comments on this post i never really know like what to believe and who to believe mm-hmm like obviously that's a really like nice speech and i know that you know there has been action taking place under waltz's what would you call it jurisdiction whatever power. but like i don't know what he does either you know yeah i know he does a lot of stuff and then i see those posters around town where they're like waltz failed and it's like how yeah how did he fail there's always like two sides of the coin and i'm like but it's like what's if, going on here? but then it's like of course you think he's a worthless failure if you're homophobic mm -hmm. if you hate black people if you hate gay people so of course then he's a failure but yeah. then it's like if you actually use your brain and think about it and he's like free lunches for children how did he fail educate me how he failed give me statistics okay another tiktok only to showcase that, like, I think queer people are so cool. And this is my last TikTok of the day, okay? Have you seen this? Oh, yes, I did. And he's like, make it more cunt. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Yes. Let's go. He, like, hits it. He's... I don't really know. I just think it's so funny. The queer people are so funny. I need. He just delivered such a funny, like good Vogue beat, and she's like, I don't know. But it does get better. It does get better. Yeah. She said, "I want to be a fem queen." She was a little bitchy set. She was a little too hot to forget. She both so soft and dramatic. She was an ex princess Capulet, and she's like, "I want to be. I want to be. I want to be the it girl now." And then it's like, how does again? People's brains are so fascinating. Well, that's that's improv, like not improv. Well, yeah, yeah. improv, but freestyle rapping too. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like, I don't your, know how. I'm... How does your brain think like this? I'm just like one step in front of the other. Like when I make you a peanut butter sandwich, I'm like pull out the bread. 
peanut butter the bread jelly the bread and these people are like four steps ahead of their own song and it's like, um but then did you hear about the senate staffer that makes porn that was my gate well that was gonna be my transition from politics into okay but did you did you see the twitter gay found who he was yeah <gasps> you figured it out yeah oh okay that's so funny yep yeah so the that's your gay of the day that was my tra- <laughs> that was gonna be my transition i got from... this whole like presentation <laughs> yeah so if you haven't heard it's i doubt you have not heard but there was a right it's everywhere there was a little mini gay leak of um oh no you didn't oh I this didn't is what this. i'm talking about they found the person and he made a profile on twitter oh i saw the i saw the bottom so there's a, a video going around of these two dudes having sex in the senate office and i found the bottom and you and found, I found the, the top oh, look oh my that. god look at that <laughs> like like a puzzle piece <laughs> <laughs> a gay puzzle piece. But yeah. Um, I saw somebody post and they're like, I found the unedited clip. And so I was like, this will be my research for the pod. You're always taking it to a horny level. Sorry. <laughs> it was done on purpose to spread around to the, the other gay politicians. Like they're distributing porn in office. Yeah. His name is Ben Cardin, I guess. No longer employed was fired i mean get it kind of like funny that, i think it's funny i don't think you should be fired grow up just having the sex <laughs> just happen to be in the office i think filming having sex in your workplace distributing said porn is grounds for firing i think that's fine wow do you think they like were like sanitizing the shit out of that building though they probably like- just fight burn dead burn it down gays have, they just burn everywhere that gay people have had sex the world is on fire in three minutes okay i have one more tiktok but you can't say you've already seen it oh okay so you have to pretend like oh my god i've never seen this before <gasps> <laughs> how do they make that costume they they do a lot of tiktoks i think i know it's- what about yeah yeah. yeah, they do a lot of um, costumes. costume, I mean, TikToks. Yeah. They do a lot of TikToks, yes. Something grew three sizes that day and it wasn't his heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yes, now hit the heart. Heart. Yes, if I'd Ron Weasley. <laughs> that one. Cunty Ron. Cunty Ron. <laughs> These are less cunty than Harry Potter. Yeah. Again, with the cotton candy broom. I like that. That was my yassified. Yassified. We it's the a... same creator that does them all. Right. I think that's funny. I think I'm ready for the gay of the day. Gay. These are a few of our favorite things. <laughs> you can go first. <clears throat> or should I go first? You go first. Or should we say it at the same time because we think we have the same one? Um, I know ours is different, but... You know ours is different? Why? Because I had one, and then I switched it. I had an idea of it, so I was going to... So... You go first. Okay, my gay of the day is that, um, The Matrix. Yep. Is that what you were going to do? That's what I was going to do. 
Why didn't why did you switch it? Because I like my new idea better. Well, uh, do you want to go over? We can talk about it. Anyways, the Matrix <laughs> is a trans metaphor. Yes, I thought that was so interesting. Yeah. And Keanu Reeves didn't know until like years later. Isn't that funny? That is funny. If anybody hasn't oh. seen it, that's crazy. You should go watch it because it is good. But it's basically this sh- movie. It's a trilogy. There's three, right? The movie is based on this like idea that we're all in a simulation and we're all like this world is just this like computer world where you I can't believe I'm explaining the matrix like nobody's seen it but um <laughs> well, I feel like you know if you don't like it it's so old that if you didn't like it back then you probably Yeah watch and it. but basically this world is you know a computer world and we're really in this it's like post apocalyptic where the world was destroyed by machines and we're all living in the simulation that's and we're being like farmed or whatever mm-hmm. in the real world but we're just like sitting in an egg sack while our simulation is running for us and in the movie like the main characters are like fighting the simulation they broke out and they're fighting the bad machines or whatever but the metaphor is that the like trans experiences you know, living one life that's not yours, essentially. And then breaking out of that is, like, coming out as trans or whatever. Living your true self. And um, transphobia are the men and, like, the agents or whatever. That's transphobia. Mm. Um, Coming to take down, you know, trans and stuff like that. And kill people who are, like, woken up to their to the actual reality um and i thought i had more i just have this tiktok i thought i had like this article that kind of spoke more about it but i have this tiktok that i'm gonna play did you know that the matrix was actually written by the then wachowski brothers who are now wachowski sisters yes Yes. and the matrix was actually about the trans existence it was a metaphor for the trans existence of course they couldn't really talk about that back then both with themselves and with the film in fact keanu didn't even know that and found out many years later in a press release that that's actually what the film was about yeah that's super cool and they were trans themselves and now have transitioned into women. The Wachowski brothers transitioned to the Wachowski sisters in 2012. Mm-hmm. So that's a long time to hang on to that piece of information. One of the sisters, Lana, was born June 21st. Wow. Interesting. That's my birthday. <laughs> For those, that, For those that don't know and want to buy me gifts, June 21st. <laughs> um, yes, that was my gay of the day. I was going to go through that as well. And I knew that's what it because we both said it at the same time. So, and like our we were TikTok like, algorithm is like in tune with each other. Right. So, obviously. Right. We should stop hanging out so we can get different material. No, I thought it would have been funny, <laughs> but kidding. then you went and changed it to no, something better. To something better. I'm better than you. I, I assume that's what it was because I, I was just like laying in. We just woke up and I was just scrolling TikTok and I was like, <gasps> I found my gay of the day. And then, like, an hour later, Thomas is like, I also found my gay of the yeah. day. Something it was a short amount of time, yeah. And so I was like, "Well, it's probably the same thing because we're all like the same person for sure on the same algorithm, yeah." And that's also why I wanted to change mine because you don't want to match me. Should we read? Should we redo it? 
No, but what's your gay of the day then? Okay, so my gay of the day, I thought this was interesting. I was trying to think of, because Halloween is gay Christmas. You know, like people say that like gays love Halloween because it's, you know, you can dress up and be yourself and act a fool. Wear and, makeup. And wear makeup and or like dress and drag and people will be like, cool costume. And you're like, no, I actually would want to be this way all the time. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. But I was like, how is christmas the actual christmas gay and so i did a little research that's so funny i tried i like last night i was googling like gay christmas gay like i was trying to find was, a tie-in for this christmas episode but i was like i already have a bunch of shit it's fine i was trying to th- and i was looking <sighs> up and i was just like because i i don't know i just feel like they're always there's always something queer. there's always something gay in yeah. everything and everything i feel like gays run the show they rule the world for real if Gays don't say it's cool. It's not cool. I saw Katie Heron wearing army pants and flip-flops, so I bought army pants and flip-flops. Well, The Matrix is a good example. Like, yeah. You didn't know that was a queer story, did ya? I feel like if people knew that it was gay, like if they made it now and people knew it was kind of a gay movie, I wonder if it would, you know, blow up in the gay scene. Because like I said, like, if the gays think you're cool, you're you're made. You know, that's like, right. like Madonna. You know, like Madonna was like, oh, I love the gays. And I think that's why she blew up. <laughs> Lady Gaga, you know, she's like, oh, I love the gay people. And everyone's like, oh, she loves I mean, the gays. I think what helps is not being like closed minded. Well, yeah, know. I know. But I just think gays rule the world. True. So I was like, how can we make Christmas gay? Make Christmas gay again. Christmas was originally a pagan holiday called Yule. So like the Yule log. It was celebrated on the winter solstice, which takes place on the shortest day and the longest night of the year. The Christians didn't like the, you know, more magical and mystical side of things. They didn't like parties of like drinking and dancing. And typically they would give offerings or sacrifice animals to their gods, like multiple gods. And so that's also why Christians didn't like that. Like, that's not good. Um, It's also believed that the Christians decided to switch up Jesus's birthday because he was born in spring. Because like part of the story is the shepherds were out dealing with their flock and the shepherds wouldn't be dealing with their flock in winter. You know, like like they would like take, you know, they wouldn't be like herding them, you know, out in the pasture because they'd be in their barns. So it's rumored that they switched up Jesus's actual birthday to Christmas Day to kind of take away from the pagan rituals, like pay attention to Jesus's birthday over here instead of your witchcraft. Yeah, so they wanted to draw attention away from the winter solstice parties. And one of the parties that they really, really did not like was called, and I don't know if I'm saying this right, Saturnalia. Saturnalia. And it was honoring Saturn. Um, This was one of the bigger, most elaborate parties of the winter solstice festivals um, because they had multiple. They, They started it out as a one day event. And then people liked it so much that, and then there was just like, people are just throwing so many ideas into it. So they're like, well, let's make it a few days. And then they're like, let's just make it a week because like, we have so much we want to do. And like, it just is another excuse to party. Basically, most of the parties were thrown by the rich, which like makes sense. You know, like whoever has the money can throw the parties, but it was for everybody. Like they made a point of involving everybody. So it wasn't just like the rich having parties for the rich people. It was the rich people through the party for everyone from servants, um, like old people, young people, everybody was involved because everybody was like, let's get together and celebrate, you know, the winter solstice. And, it, you know, it kind of lifted 
the veil between like the rich and the poor and stuff like that just to like again make sure everybody was involved and had a good time a lot of the things they did were like there was tons of food tons of drinking whatever the drugs were at the time i don't i don't know what the drugs were but frankincense um, and myrrh frankincense and myrrh <laughs> they're like we're gonna do some i don't know uh pagan crack um <laughs> uh gambling and there were drag performances lots of drag performances nude choruses and lots of gay sex oh. lots of gay sex all the gay stuff you know it's just like now or like not now but like way back when gay relationships were kind of te- like not really taboo like I don't know. They were just like not talked about. Um, But during this party, like all bets were off. It was expected that you get drunk and participate in all the orgies. So lots of orgies as well. Um, The the party was for everybody, you know, like if gay, straight, bisexual, like whatever, doesn't matter. As long as you were participating in the drinking and the sex, like that was the whole point is to just like have a debaucherous time. So that was the whole freaky. Oh, yeah. Freaky whole. That was the whole point. And a lot of people talked about fetishizing, like, I'm poor, and I think, you know, this rich guy is really hot, plus I know he has money, I want to have sex with the rich guy, and then vice versa. Like, if the rich guy was ever eyeing the, you know, hot servant boy, what they'd try to do is indulge in those types of fantasies and fetishes and stuff like that, too. It kind of gave a a whole new meaning of uh, eat, drink, and be merry. Be gay. Be gay. So, yeah, lots of gay sex for Christmas. I think that sounds fun. Or orgy, orgies for Christmas. <laughs> orgies for orgies, Christmas. I think we should bring it back. Just throwing, <laughs> just throwing it out there. But um, I also learned. I also learned that the more on the more PG side of things, um, this is also where caroling came about, wreath making and gift giving, and they would also cancel school and work. Cool. So, yep. That's my. It was always on the twenty fifth. It was around the winter solstice. Oh, so right, like, right. It was yeah, typically like we know now, like the winter solstice is December 21st, mm-hmm. but it would just be like around that time to like make it work for everybody's schedules. And what, Christmas used to be real gay. Yeah. What it like evolves into. It does make me like wish I had the power of time travel just to like see. Just to go. Yeah. Like, was it they just like were like, let's rent out the gym and i'm running to the gym the local gymnasium and have a big orgy there uh, or was it just like were there orgies in this house <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly i just yeah it would just be fun to go and just see like the parties and see how crazy it got and but then it's like like i said like christianity took over and they're like let's maybe not have orgies and let's make wreaths instead and it's like mm, i guess can't yeah. we do why can't we do both like let's do naked wreath making it's funny because Christianity, like, there's still weird sex things going on. Right. But it's all in secret and private. Right, exactly. They took over and... They're probably the freakiest ones. Yeah. They still do all these things, but they're like, where else? We shouldn't do those. And then they, like, pull out their whip. Do you want to go into Reddit stories? Sure. Reddit stories. Reddit stories. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, okay. My first one is straight people. What's your gayest experience? Ooh. And I wanted to go through some of the comments because it just seemed like fun. I don't know. And this was on Ask Reddit. 
Went to a gay club with my gay roommates. I was dancing and this bear started grinding on my butt and I didn't immediately pull away. Ooh. <laughs> I was with a friend one night and had a few friends over, including some girls. My friend is shy and there was a girl there into him and I got the sense he was into her. At one point, there was a conversation about how long we've all known each other. We reveal we've known each other since kindergarten, high school juniors at this point. She was like, well, you're not this close. And she put her hand on his thigh. I responded by putting my hand on his leg, on his thigh and giving it a little massage. She then moves her hand up his leg. I sit on his lap and put my arm on his shoulder. She pushes me off and sits on his lap and gets even closer. What was a joke I now see as an opportunity for my friend. I grab my friend by the face and say to him, "Thank you'll thank me for this. And I give him a kiss. She pulls him away and put full on makes out with him. I kissed a dude, but God knows it was a hundred percent worth it, and he agrees a hundred percent. Still friends with him, and we still laugh about that. He didn't marry her, but it was a good night for him, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's so funny. I spent twenty years in the army. I don't even know where to start. Oh my! <laughs> Tell all. Tell everything, right please. This showed me that I'm as clueless with men as women. I was sitting at the bar. <laughs> I was sitting at the bar at a restaurant waiting for food, sipping a bourbon. It was not busy. Some guy sits next to me. He's like 15 years older than me, wearing scrubs. He says he got just got off work and he did a drink that there are free seats everywhere. But these did have the best view of the TV, so whatever. He asks me what I'm drinking. I tell him. He orders two. Gives me one. I'm like, sweet. He starts talking about his car. I used to sell cars, I tell him. He keeps trying to get me to go with him to look at cars. For professional advice mm-hmm. i'm like i'm waiting for my food he finishes his drink my food comes he's like well at least you got a free drink pays then leaves i'm paying for my food then it dawns on me i think he was into me that's kind of a boring story boo you got hit on why don't you roll with it right i think of um the first time i kissed a dude at it was at school and everybody like freaked out I forget what we did. Oh, yeah. He had a piece of gum in his mouth. And he's like, do you want some of this? And I was like, sure. And he just like held it in his teeth. And then he like, we pecked each other. And we were in the middle of the lunchroom. That was like real gay. Wow. And everybody gasped and was talking about us. That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Little anecdote. Am I the asshole of telling my friend to mind her own business? I, 19, live with my friend, Will. Uh, We've known each other since birth because our parents are close friends. Will is Jewish and he wasn't able to get home for Hanukkah, which has made him feel depressed. He initially wanted to do nothing and to celebrate and just sulk and um, I bought a menorah and we've been lighting the candles every night. He isn't religious, but it's been fun learning about his traditions, which I think is cool that this person wants to learn. Yeah, I think that's important. Um, yesterday I did not have work, so I decided to try to make some traditional Jewish food for him since he baked me a cake for my birthday a few months ago. I love cooking, but I'm hazardous in the kitchen, so I had to start early, and I managed to make some brisket, latkes, and some mishapen, uh, or challah bread. We should make latkes. They're delicious. I don't even know what that is. They're so good. When Will got home, he posted the food on his snap story, and I peered in some of his shots. One of our mutual friends, Nadine, then messaged me and called me out for cosplaying Jewish culture. I can only describe her as the woke police, and most of us have tr- learned to ignore her 
um, her white guilt and saviorism. Oh, wow. But this pissed me off, so I decided to engage. I told her that I was trying to do something nice for my friend, who was sad because he couldn't celebrate his family and appeared, and he appreciated my efforts. She told me that the food wasn't a big deal, but me wearing the blue shirt that was blatant appropriation, and I shouldn't have done it. Was this a white person? Like, the, not non-Jewish? Correct, yeah. Calling out the other non-Jewish friend for Jewish appropriation. I just think as a non-Jewish person, maybe just but like, don't be the police. Right. Well, yeah, and it's like, I'm trying to do something cool for my friend, and I'm learning in the process. Like, yeah. I think that's really nice. Mm-hmm. He could have been an asshole and been like, you know. I mean, I think if the Jewish friend is appreciative, I think that's what matters. I think that would be so cool if somebody did that. Yeah. You know, it's just like so nice. Like, they're trying to keep my, do, like engage in my traditions even though i'm even though i'm not really religious but it is still like a probably a happy memory about making food and lighting the menorah with his family you know like because he can't be there i would try to make my friend happy i guess and i don't know what this blue shirt comment is um yeah i don't know what that means i don't know what the um let me backtrack maybe i missed a sentence it would be one thing if you like put on a fake nose and like yeah like all the awful tradition uh, stereotypes curly wig or something you know like that would be a, put on a yarmulke and been like i think when it, when it comes to like mocking that's when it's bad you know right what I mean? exactly that's when it's bad but like making lighting the menorah and so, making your friend food that's great and i think like we as a society went from splate and mocking like you know blackface and wearing you know like as a Halloween costume, wearing like um, Native American like headdresses, oh, yeah, like and the stuff Ross, that are like sacred, like Rasta. yeah, and that are like sacred, and like going like, ooh, 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 you know, yeah, like, that's like mocking, like blatant mocking. That's bad. You know what I mean? Yep. And when something is sacred, like the headdress and stuff like that, right? Like, that's a, mocking. There's a picture of me um, when I was little. My mom would participate uh, or put us in the parades the summer parades and there's a picture of me dressed as a native american i'm like oh now i can never go into politics because i'll get yeah i'll get uh canceled yeah and i'm like oh you're five (laughs) i think i was like five or six uh i also put on a blue shirt that's similar to all the blue that a lot of the hanukkah decorations are so i put that on so that's what they were talking about with the blue shirt comment i missed a sentence my bad Oh, yeah. She told me the food um, wasn't a big deal, but me wearing the blue shirt was blatant appropriation and I shouldn't have done it. This was obviously completely ridiculous. And I told her to mind her own business and leave me the hell alone. She's now shared the conversation with other friends and even posted it to her Instagram activist account, saying that her business is to call out people like me who are being harmful. She's demanded that I apologize and acknowledge and acknowledge my ignorance in order for her to take them down. Other friends agree that she's being ridiculous, but that I was wrong to be rude to her because we know how she is and she has good intentions. Another friend even said that I was being an asshole for getting rude to her and refusing to apologize. Will doesn't think I'm wrong, and this whole situation has me really confused. Yeah, because, okay, so the other person, that's their job? Yeah, Nadine said that it's their job to call out people who are being and nadine is like just a side friend but they're like white and yeah they don't have any right like they're not jewish right correct 
That's not your job. That's not your job. I'm sorry, but like that's and, embarrassing. And I completely agree of calling people out. Like I'll call out my family for being racist. Right? Yeah. Like that's absolutely. that's important. I'll call out people like if I saw some white girl wearing a headdress, I'd be like, what is your problem? Like you cannot do that. Like that's so fucking shitty. But if some white girl came to a Native American's house and was like, I'm going to chef up some traditional Native American food to learn and to make my friend feel better i'd be like that is so cool like that's such a cool clever yeah, thing that's, that's that's more thoughtful because it's yeah there's there's like an act of service there and then yeah. also like memorabilia kind of food is anyways yeah exactly it's a good memory yeah um but yeah like i just yeah i think that's weird as i don't know as a fellow white person you know i don't think it's our it's our duty to like be anti-racist mm-hmm. and like you know push it against the grain of that stuff but i think that there's like this line of like if your actions aren't servicing like who are you trying to service yourself yeah are you trying to make yourself feel better by like calling out these people then that's where it gets weird yeah um you know and kind of going back to our episode when we talk about two spirits um i think there's a difference between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation right for sure like i appreciate black art i appreciate native american art like we have it all over the house because i think it's so pretty but i'm not going i did that i painted that i i drew this or like i sewed this dashiki you know whatever the story is i'm not saying i did it i claimed it it's me if i were to make african-american food for kwanzaa tomorrow great like that's cool you know like that's awesome i think that that would be nice Mm-hmm. and then like the comment about wearing the blue shirt it's like it's a blue shirt like he was think like yeah, thinking he was i don't I, get the blue shirt like is that it's this? it's like you know like all the traditional hanukkah decorations have this are blue it's like blue okay. yeah so but it's also like i think that's a extra step in the thought process like he's going yeah. i'm gonna wear a blue shirt too because it's the traditional jewish color like let's make it a little jewish event you yeah. know i think that's I think that's fun and that's really nice that he did that for his friend. I think wearing like stuff like that is fine as long as again you're not like mocking and you're yes. not making fun. Yep, that's like um the episode of In my white professional opinion. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then I think it's more appropriate too, like if we went to like a traditional Indian wedding and we wore, you know, like what we would wear to an American wedding, we'd probably stick out. So I think yeah. if we went to a traditional uh, Indian wedding and we weren't wearing the traditional garb you know i think that i think it's more of an appreciation and fitting in situation like you're trying you're paying homage you're trying to learn what we're how we dress and how we act and how we eat and stuff like that i think that's kind of cool and more appropriate but yeah like um i think we as a society have taken it too far yeah in some cases have taken it too far where we're like yeah policing people yeah and not listening to the oppressed people yeah. We're just thinking well i think overthinking it's, it it's um kind of i think there's a difference between being woke which i think i hate that term it's so stupid because i think being woke is just being using your brain you know intelligent you know that yeah the saying, term the term being woke came from like mocking people who are like thoughtful right exactly like, like oh you're woke you're like, woke because no, you're thoughtful you're woke because you like gay rights you're woke yeah. because you like 
BIPOC rights. Like, like oh, that's not that's not being. No, I'm just thoughtful. That's not being woke. That's <laughs> common sense. Yeah. But I do think there's the overly woke people where they do they police people's actions like this. You know, like I think yeah. I think being anti-racist is important. I think being anti, you know, like homophobic is important because you should be calling out idiots like that. Like if somebody mm-hmm. is saying fag or calling you the N word, you know, like whatever, I'm going to fucking call you out. And that's right. also not being woke. That's just being appropriate and common sense that you're telling these people you can't do those types of things. Yeah. Um, but I think this situation is a little different because she's saying you're a piece of shit because you've made latkes. Like how dumb. Yeah. That is super stupid. <laughs> super dumb. Super. It's just like the, the white fragility of it all. White savior complex. Well, and that's, you know, why I had said if it, if it's no longer servicing the oppressed people, like you're only doing it for yourself to make mm-hmm. yourself feel better. Like that's where it becomes weird and icky. Yep. Exactly. Like, Oh, I want the, you know, I want to get the credit for saving somebody yep, or like protecting somebody. It's like, um, when the, influencers record themselves giving homeless people yeah, money like gross. so true like you're so disgusting that you just like are recording because they're like oh are you hungry are you yeah. hungry here's twenty dollars yeah here's $50. everybody be happy that i did that i'm gonna pay for your groceries Look at me, and i'm such like, a good person and they're like 10 million views and then and then they're and then are they the stupid people or are this like more stupider people the ones who are like you're so awesome you're yeah. so brave like you're just well like, that's the trap you yeah know? you're so that's stupid. the income trap like they're trying to make a buck and yeah and then it's like winning. but yeah exactly they're like i'm gonna pay for your 500 dollars worth of groceries because but i'm gonna get, get but so I'm five thousand in return for that's that video. just gonna say they're gonna get five thousand dollars or more from instagram so like that's a pocket change yeah, to them for sure i hate those types of people i i hate those setup videos yeah and in, in all actuality everything on tiktok social media it's all cringe yeah like but it gets really like nastier when you're like oh look at me i'm feeding like there's that one account that feeds the poor what's his name mr beast no he does a lot of shit like that too well yeah mr beast is another thing too because yeah, he has that like video where he like cured blind. Yeah, he's whatever. like a billionaire and he's like, but I mean, here's $1,000 towards your surgery. It's like, so like, that's pennies to you. Right. It, and it is, there is that line of like, yes, I know this is for views, but also he did cure 5,000 people of blindness. So, yeah. like, is that a net positive? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the, like, he wouldn't do it if it, he didn't get any money out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's making so much money off of that video. That's what I'm saying. Like, like still. He can he can spend a million dollars per person because he's going to be getting paid four million dollars yeah. per person because so the, of all the views and shit. The morality of it all is pretty icky, but Yeah. Not positive, maybe. Maybe yeah. like one percent net positive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was one, actually it actually did help five thousand people. One karma point. But our timer went off, so Oh, um, Perfect. Yeah. I have to go to the bathroom, so. And my ass is falling asleep because, as you can see, I am stuck in this position. Yeah. I'm so uncomfortable, but thank you so much for listening again. Yeah. Happy holidays. Anywhere if you, you celebrate, if you don't, 
Yeah, happy holidays. Ignore all of this. Just this is not Christmas. This is an illusion. Yeah, we celebrate Christmas because we're the American traditions. And, yeah, yeah, but but yeah, whatever you celebrate, happy that. Yeah, um, happy that. And maybe if you feel the desire, you could um, bring back the Christmas orgy. Yes, the Yule Yule orgies. Yeah, anywhere, anyway. I think you know what? Maybe that's what that one guy in the Senate house is trying to get to. Good point. He's like, let's start with the Senate floor and have sex here and then maybe... And then... It'll get expanded. It'll catch on. He's yeah. starting a trend. Catching fire. So smart. <laughs> oh yeah, and we're watching Hunger Games next we're going, on Tuesday we're going again. again. <laughs> Woo! I'm so excited! And then after that we have to rewatch The Boy and the Heron. Oh yeah, that was also good. Two good movies yep. that came out just so good. But yeah, again, yeah. thanks and please tell your friends. Please like, follow, tell, spread the word. Yeah, that could be your Christmas present to us. <gasps> yes. Sub- if you are not subscribed to the channel, subscribe. It's free. And then tell ten friends, and then tell us you told the, those ten friends. Yeah, and then make sure that your ten friends, not only that you tell them about us, but that they subscribe to. And tell ten friends, <laughs> and so on, and, yeah. and so on. And then pretty soon we will. We're the next be touring. There I'm we go. Saying. Let's do it. I do um, not want to be touring. So, tell ten friends, get us there. But branded in, we don't want to be <laughs> that famous. I do. It's like a hundred subscribers. That's. I want to be Joe Rogan famous. Like homophobic. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Flamingly Unfiltered. Now available on Amazon, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple. Receive updates on Instagram. Start the week off strong with Zach and Thomas. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal.